0: Hi, welcome back to my podcast, What in the F? Now, tonight, we're going to be doing a more serious topic crime and crime statistics in America. Now, in America, per day, there are precisely 4,470 violent crimes. Now, that might sound like a lot, but those numbers are accurate. All these crimes are indexed by the FBI. But what the FBI doesn't see is the crimes that go unreported in minority neighborhoods. Now, do I really care about this? No. But I do need to bring attention to it. Unfortunately, these crimes never go solved or even looked into by the police. The police say they have better things to do, like homeland security and maintaining the peace now I don't know what exactly they mean by that all I know is there are at least 200 crimes with people dying each day that are never looked into by the police now this brings me to another topic police involved shootings per year now police involved shootings per year the numbers can vary per year last year very few only 24 this year So far, hold on, let me look this up here. Uh, This year, police-involved shootings have been in the hundreds already. Fatal officer shootings and minorities being shot. Now, it's not just minorities. 17 white people have already died by police hands this year. Now, what can we do to help the police force really spring back on their feet and come back from all the mistakes that they've made? And not all police are bad. I strongly support the police. I think we need to have the police. I think that some officers can be corrupt. Now, most officers are good people just doing their jobs. And yes, if they enforce the law, that's their jobs. I'm saying that we need to fund the police a lot more than we already do. We need to use government funding and taxpayer money to fund the police so that the taxpayers, the people, can stay safe during trying times like the COVID-19 outbreak where rioting and looting ensues. Now, what am I going to do to help the police? I'm going to volunteer and maybe put some care packages together for the local officers I know. And also, I'm going to start volunteering in my community and in my town. Now, I want all of you to start volunteering in your communities. And also, I really don't care about any of this. I just have to say this. I'm legally required if I'm going to get the sponsorship from Spotify. So, uh, go check out Honey, the free web browser i'm technically making 20 cents for this video do i care no so i'm just gonna plug for time here i'm literally gonna talk about stuff that happened in my daily life well today today i was driving down the street and I almost hit a squirrel Right? the squirrel ran out in front of me like a little dirt bag right i wanted to get out and beat it to death with my tire iron i couldn't you know why because it went into the woods. If I would have had a gun, that squirrel would have been dead. And you better believe me on that. Today, I saw a white woman walking down the street talking about anti-vaccines and abortion. Is all this and that. And I just wanted to beat her head in with a baseball bat. But I didn't. I had self-restraint. And what is self-restraint? It's not doing the things like shooting squirrels or shooting people on the side of the street. Now, my friend, I think you all know his name. His name is Quana Martin. Kwana Martin has started in a very rough spot in life. He was raised from a very young age, not knowing what to do with his life. This man has played football every single year he could. I played football with him for two years, once in eighth grade, and then my freshman year at Stevens County High School. This man, This man deserves nothing but the utmost respect. He is an absolute legend. Now, one of these days, I'm going to have a man that you might know well, or you might not. His name is Spencer Payne. Spencer Payne is a legend. He burned at least eight acres in one day. At the snap of his fingers, fire ensued. This man came right out of the fire nation, raw, no rubber, burnt everything up on multiple occasions. He literally made a weapon. It was a firework strapped to a bottle of fuel that exploded and made a nine-acre fire, resulting in the surrounding fire departments, three fire departments. Shout out to the Carnes Creek Fire Department and the Clary Connector Fire Department for being... Well, actually, they had a very slow response time. They didn't really get here in time and a bunch of hay burned out, but that's beside the point. Anyway, let's talk about another thing. Child labor. Here's why I think child labor should be legal. Like, if you're 12 years old and you need some money, then what are you going to do? Go get a boring job? No, you can't because the, whatever it's called, the government regulates child labor at 15. You have to be 15 to get a job and upwards. I think we should have children working in sawmills, in iron factories at like 11, 10. You're born, you're like seven, right? And I think you should be able to gra- grab a sledgehammer, go out there to the railroad track, and start pounding away railroad nails to make faster trade routes for the railroad company. What do you get paid for this? Well, you're a child, so you get paid next to nothing. I said, even in 2019, 2020, that, around that time period, where we still know this good pay, we know that minimum wage is seven forty-five an hour nowadays, I say we have these 11-year-olds out there hammering away on the steel mines, Literally working, bleeding, dying in our factories for about 20 cents an hour. Maybe 20 cents in like a free housing department. I also think that children should be able to join the military. You turn 12, hey, you're going to fight America's wars. What are those wars about? Oil. Why do we need oil? So we can send more people like you to war. It's a cycle, people. This is very, very bad. Now, what do I think we should do? About war, that brings me to my next topic, war. I think we should do nothing about it. Eventually, wars die out. I think we should put more funding and resources into the military so that we can win wars. We don't want another Vietnam people where we have to pull out after seven years, seven long years of our troops dying overseas. No one likes dead troops to come home in caskets. We need more funding towards the military. Also, immigrants immigrants need to be cut out and child labor definitely needs to happen I'd like child labor 12 year old steel mill workers by 2022 I'd really like to see like little Jimmy say he's 12 he works in the steel factory getting paid 20 cents an hour in 2022 I'd also like to see the military the military kill women and children first to make the men that are fighting on the Taliban side scared Right? Very scared. Because like if they're they're killing the women and children first. Then what are the men going to do? They have nothing left to fight for. If you take everything away from the people that fight you. They have nothing to fight over. And they surrender and crumble under your might. Now this. This is a strategy I like to call. Taking everything away from people. And watching them crumble under your own might. Now, I'm sitting right here next to my uniform. It's all pressed, nice and pristine. And that's my next topic, being organized. Now, in these podcasts, you, you might understand that I am very unorganized. I cover multiple topics very fastly. And really, that's going to change soon, once I get more recording material. But you can find me at patreon.com, jacob slash Sherbin. Yeah, go look that up. All right, but I'm sitting here next to my uniform, all nice, neat, Pressed, medals arranged, ribbons all in line. And I'm thinking organization. Organization is key to a happy life. If you're not organized, then you are nothing. You are a worthless piece of crap. You need to get off the surf if you're not organized. If you don't have an organized closet and house and your beds isn't made every single morning, you don't organize your books, shelves, whatever it is, you need to die. And that's up front. That is serious. You don't keep, You don't keep an organized system, then how do you even live? God, you think cavemen were unorganized? No, they had an organizational system of meat and vegetables. Like, they knew what they were doing. Now, that brings me back to my last subject for the night. Domestication of humans. Right? Domestication of humans. What if you wanted to own a slave? Like, I'm not saying in a bad way. Like, they, they're allowed to leave whatever you when whenever they want, right? But like a pet. Like they stick around for a little bit. You feed water and house them. They do some stuff for you. Sexual or non-sexual. I don't know. And then they leave. For just certain time periods. Say like a month on month off system. Where they come for a month. They you know do their pet things. You know dress up whatever. I don't care. Now I have no personal interest in this. I know my friend Quantum Martin. Has interest in human pets. And human farms and whatever. Now. that brings me to my close. Thank you for being here and thank you for listening once again. It has been a pleasure. Hi. As you all know, there's been some recent upsets with the unjust and violent killing of George Floyd. Now, I'm here to release a statement about racism in America. Racism in America is unacceptable. It should no longer be treated as normal. And we should work with community outreach programs to put an end to racism in all communities against all people. Now, a bunch of people have been saying that black lives matter, and they certainly do. But most importantly, all lives matter. Blacks Whites, everyone. That's why we need to all come together and make a huge community of people that accept everyone and that can share and love among each other. Now, there is a right way to do things. Dr. King once said that you cannot fight hate with hate. That's why I think that protesting is acceptable. Protesting, peaceful protest are amazing, and they're a way to let the community's voice be heard, and they're protected by the Constitution. However, I think rioting, looting, destroying of small and large businesses, burning of buildings and structures, and damaging our own communities is not the right way to go about things. Now, I'm going to keep this short, because I know a lot of you have been dwelling on this, And it's a very sad and upsetting topic. Now, all of this is not scripted. It comes straight from the heart. The officers involved in the killing of George Floyd, they had poor training and more importantly, were ignorant and disregardful for human life. They did not care. And police officers are supposed to be the people that protect and care for human life. These police officers showed a lack of care for human life, and that is downright unacceptable. Now, the people that are saying all police officers are bad, that is not true. I know several police officers that are good and that are accepting. Most police officers are amazing men and women who just want to protect their communities and that do not deserve to be thrown into the bunch. Because one officer did one bad thing. And yes, a bunch of officers are corrupt. A bunch of officers do bad things and unjust killings and shootings. But all officers are not bad, the majority of them are good. It's just the one officer out of a hundred that is bad is always ruining it for the other officers. What do I think we should do to move forward after the killing of George Floyd? I think we should have a memorial and always remember the countless men and women that have lost their lives to police brutality. I think we should do more and start more community programs to end police brutality and really focus on bonding the communities Focusing on black and Hispanic communities. Focusing on bonding with the police force. Because violence towards police is never, or mostly never, like specific. Most are just random selected. You see an officer, you attack that officer, and that's not fair. Now, for my final statement. I'd like to say this. I think what happened was horrible. And I think us as a unified people and as a country need to move forward immediately. We need to remember what happened and start rebuilding the bond between police and community. We need to make community outreach programs and community bonding programs so that police brutality and racism ends. We need to destroy the systematic racism that is embedded in America's corporations and America's workforce. And finally, we need to be unified. There does not need to be hate in these times of need. Now, that's just one man's opinion. I'd like to thank you all for listening once again. Everyone, be safe and have a good time.